Okay, so I noticed. First of all, I had a few visions, and I can't fully remember the visions right now. So I'm just gonna talk about what's on my heart. So what's on my heart is, you know, what it seems like the goal here is, you know. I've talked about in a vision where a man walked up to me and said, What exactly are you, you know, hoping to accomplish here? And I didn't know if he was talking to me or if he was talking to whoever was inside of me because I've also talked to vision I've always I've, excuse me I've also had visions of you know people walking around in other people's bodies possessing other people's bodies I've had many visions of my own body being possessed by people I've heard so many different conversations about how someone is going to someone is trying to take my body um, the I think it was yesterday, I heard, you know, I did something. I don't know what it is I'm doing. I just know that I'm, you know, worshiping God and fighting for God's kingdom. That's what I know that I'm doing. I know that I'm fighting hard to be cleansed by God. That's what I know that I'm doing. I don't know actually what it is that I'm doing, you know, in particular, but I've heard conversations like, you know, I'm talking to my younger self and then I'll hear my younger self or I'll hear my family members as their younger selves. And it sounds so impossible. But that's, you know, that's what's dangerous about this situation and just period in this world. Like you just don't know what's possible out here. You just don't know what people are out here capable of doing. And nothing is impossible with God. And, you know, people say nothing is impossible, but nothing is impossible with God. So even when some people make the impossible possible, when they do without God, it's still impossible. It will never prevail. It will never work. It will never succeed. God is going to make sure of that because he always wins. And if you do it without him, you're going to need him. You're going to need him. So, you know, what's just been on my heart is like the the goal here. And I feel like the goal here is to ultimately, what it, the ultimate goal here is to keep me from accomplishing my destiny in God. But I don't want to make it about me because I'm sure that God, cause he, because when he came down, when he showed me who he is, he told me I'm a vessel. So I'm sure that he's accomplishing so many different things through me, using me as a vessel to help and accomplish things through uh, in other people, bring other people to salvation and show his power. So it's really much less about me, although I'm battling this. You know, well, we're bat- God is battling this through me. So, ultimately, it's a lot of different narratives 
false narratives, I believe, that's being pushed about what is the goal here. The goal here is to, you know, at the lowest point, the goal here is just to ruin my life. And I can't imagine so many different people that I am encountering in this process being affected if it's just about my life being ruined. I can't even imagine that being that that's that you know small of you know a narrative like, I just can't I I can't I don't feel like that would be what it really is about but if they can just get me to believe that it's just about ruining my life then they can help me take focus off of what God's doing in my life and through me and they can you know take help take the fo- no they can they can convince me to take the focus off of what God is is hoping to accomplish in other people through me. Therefore, you know, eradicating everybody else outside of me that's supposed to be affected and helped and guided. And if they're able to do that, obviously, you know, that's a big, you know, that's a big win for them. Knowing that I'm fighting for God, knowing that I'm on God's side, knowing that God is using me, that's a big win for Satan. Because he's saying, you know, yeah, it's it's a, it's something that I can get you and turn you away from God. Yeah, that's something. But if I can eliminate everybody who God would have ultimately used you as a vessel to, you know, reach, that's so much better. He doesn't like me. Satan hates me and his minions, his agents. These satanic agents of darkness, they hate me because of my life, excuse me, because I'm a vessel, because of God's power in me, because of God's destiny for me, the destiny that God has given me. They hate me. They hate me. They want me, they want me dead. They literally set out to accomplish that every morning I wake up and open my eyes their 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 goal for the day kill her their ultimate goal kill her we want her dead and why would they hate me so much i read somewhere it was a vision no it was a video of an artist who god took to hell so that he could paint what hell looked like and there was this man who was a pastor and he ultimately walked away from the church he walked away from being a pastor. He wound up marrying. No, no, he he wound up leaving his wife and his marriage for a woman in the church. And he went off and he indulged in sin for the rest of his life until one day he had an untimely demise and he was taken to hell. And when he got to hell, all of the demons crowded around like it was a party for him. And they sat there and they waited for him. They said, we've been waiting for you. Oh, yeah, we're going to torture you. We, we're we getting you back for all those times. You tortured us with your praise, with your worship, and with your, you know, with the word of God. We are getting you back. So the worst thing that you can do, just like in the Bible, it says, is to have known the word and to turn back from it. Because if you go to hell after God has been using you as a vessel, to glorify his kingdom, they are waiting for you. They have such, they have so much more of a vendetta against you because every time you praise God, every time you worship God, every time you speak the word of God, every time you glorify his kingdom in his name, they burn. They are inflamed by the Holy Spirit. 
They are tortured by the word of God. They are tortured by praise music. They are tortured by your worship and your praise. That is your power. That is your weapon. You are torturing them. If you turn back into sin, if you allow them to accomplish any of their missions, which is to get you to turn away from God and to give up on him completely. If you allow them to win, when you get to hell, they can't wait to torture you for eternity. Way more, 10 times more. A hundred times more even than anybody else who wasn't, who didn't know God. And you will say, why am I being tortured more than the people who didn't know God? Shouldn't mercy be shown on me? No, mercy was shown on you, but you turned back from mercy and you went into sin and you allowed yourself to go and be with the very people that you tortured. Imagine if you spent your whole career torturing an individual Stepping on them, bullying them, tearing down everything that they built or tried to or tried to accomplish. And then you go and you be on their side. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? When you fail and they get their hands on you, if you allow yourself to fail. These demons, they are they torture God's children so much more when you get to hell. That's why it's so much more of a risk you have so much more on the line as a believer because you can't turn back you can't say i'm gonna worship god today i'm gonna praise god today and then you know give up on god you can't give up on god you cannot give up on him and i believe that that's very that's almost that's very hard to do anyways because the bible says that no one can snatch his children out of his hands no one can snatch us out of the father's hands no one can snatch us. So I oftentimes wonder how it's even possible for anyone to turn back. But some do. And if you do, when you do, every demon in hell, every demon in hell can't wait till you get there. They are ready for your arrival, waiting for you to torture you. To, and they, they are saying, yes, yes. I couldn't wait to get my hands on this one. All those times you torture me with your praise and your worship and the word of God, you are going to suffer. Because we hurt them. We have a power. We hurt them with our torture and our and we torture them with our worship and our praise. It's torture to them. And I'm reminded of one day I was caught off guard. I'm I'm fighting this, you know, I'm 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 going through trials and tribulations. God is fighting this battle with me and for me. And I caught it, you know, just in the, just in like, I'm hearing all these things, but a lot of times they don't want me to hear anything that's going on because they want to keep me unaware. That's why I have to stay holding on to God because he knows. And as long as he is leading me, I'm not blind. I'm not being blindly led. I have to listen to him. I have to follow his instruction. I have to be guided by God. And one day I took my focus off of the the battle just for a split little second because I was rushing to the bathroom and I couldn't focus on anything else but having to use the bathroom. I heard the demon say, um, you didn't tell us that she knew we were here. You didn't tell us that she she could see us. She could hear us. And then I heard a witch say, you know, make up some excuse why she didn't say, but pretty much, you know, just guilty guilty because 
no no one is no one is for anyone in the kingdom of Satan. Even the demons hate him. They just have no choice but to listen to him. They have no choice but to, you know, do what he says. But they hate him. It's just jealousy and hate and betrayal. There's no love there. None of them are for each other. So this witch lied and sent these lesser witches or demons on me, knowing that, you know, the position that God has placed me in, they will be tortured all night with my praise and worship and my and me reading the Bible. And she didn't tell these demons that I was aware that I was uh, that I was in spiritual warfare, that I was at, that I was in a battle. And so these demons thought it was an easy win. She sent them to be tortured all night for her. This is what will happen when you are working for Satan or in Satan's, you know, one of Satan's agents or minions. He has different levels. Not that that's a good thing because nobody is anything. He lies. He promises them, you know, halves of his kingdom and portions and parts of his kingdom. And they wound up with nothing, just being tortured in hell for eternity. But while they're here on this earth and they're working for him, they will get lesser witches or lesser demons, beginners, and they will send them to do their dirty work because they know that the individual that they're sending on them, the more that they that they can torture them, the better for them. But in reality, they don't want to go do it themselves because they don't want to be tortured. They don't want to be inflamed by the Holy Spirit. They don't want to be tortured all night with praise and worship music. So they're going to get lesser witches in the area or lesser witches in the in Satan's kingdom, so-called kingdom, in order to go and torture them and take all the hits for them. And so this demon, these demons said, you didn't tell us that she saw us and that she knew us. And I didn't realize who I know who I am, but I don't I don't realize, you know, everything that I'm saying, but it's in my heart and it's not me. It's God. That's why I don't realize what I'm saying because I'm not saying it. It's God saying it through me. So I heard myself say, you know, you might as well go now because I'm not going to do anything but torture you all night with praise and worship and the word of God. That's what I said. And they said, okay, we'll just leave. So scared because they were not, you know, who I'm battling. They were sent and they were, they were sent without much information. They were sent with false information. And these demons were so scared. They were so scared. And I said to myself, why are they so scared when the, when the demon that I'm battling, the witch that I am battling, you know, I can't say that she shows no fear. Obviously she shows fear because she had to send lesser demons to go take the hits for her. She didn't want to take the hits for herself. So that's fear. But at the end of the day, this one, you know, would not just let up, would not just let up so easily. So she sent lesser demons and didn't tell them what it was that was going on so that she, she pretty much sent them to die, sent them to their demise. I realized that, you know, one of their tactics is if we can wear you out, if we can get all these demons, all these lesser demons or all these people, all of these witches and demons and people who are lied to in order to, you know, thinking that they're getting something out of 
being involved with Satan at all when they're not getting a thing. They are not getting anything. They are being stolen from. They are being lied to. They are being tricked. And if we can send them to go do our dirty work and not tell them what it is that, you know, is really going on, they'll take all the hits. And overall, our ultimate goal is to somehow wear this person down. Because if we have all these, these, it's like a penny is a penny doesn't seem like much, but they add up. You got one penny, that's not much. What can you buy with that? But 10,000 pennies can get you something. If they send 10,000 lesser demons, they can wear a believer down. They can, you know, you're fighting all day, fighting all these unnecessary battles all day. And the one behind everything is just waiting for you to be worn down so they can come and take the win. I've seen this happen so many different times. I've seen I've seen it because they send the lesser demons. And even the witch who was behind sending these lesser demons even had someone above them. And then someone above them. And then ultimately it all trickles back down to Satan. This is why I say that if you are not for God, you are with Satan. If it's not God, it's Satan. You have to know that. You have to know that. They trick you. They make you believe that you are getting something out of it. They are liars. I've even been, you know, somehow enticed a little. I remember when I wanted to just find peace in my life. I just wanted to be able to, you know, relax. I just wanted peace. So I, I downloaded a meditation app. And I started meditating. And all I know is God said to me, I would pray and read the Bible every morning. But God said to me, you don't need that meditation. Don't don't meditate. I said, God, I'm for you. I'm on your side. But I just want peace. And I just want to be able to meditate. You know, and I, I just want to no, I just want to see if this meditation will actually help me. And that's when, you know, God said, it won't. It won't help you. Don't do it. And I said, God, I just want to see for myself. I said, but I will focus on you while I meditate. I will focus on God. That's what I'm going to focus on. And as I listened to this meditation app that told you to just breathe in and breathe out and, you know, clear your mind and all this other stuff, I would focus, try my best to focus on God. But the app was telling you to clear your mind. Don't think about anything. Listen to your surroundings. I did not know the entire time I was listening to this meditation app, demons were being sent on me. So they're doing this at masses. They're doing this through apps on your phone that you can download in three seconds. They are dragging people's soul down a hill, lying to them, tricking them. This is how Satan works. He's a subtle enemy he's a subtle destroyer not always subtle but he can be subtle and he's crafty the bible says that satan is crafty so all i know is god told me no in a week i started seeing differences i would think of something just anything that i wanted and it would show up it would just show up then I was being offered things. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this. One day I went out and I noticed that, you know, all of a sudden I had this, this weird disadvantage that I was able to see when others were intentionally trying to pull reactions out of me, intentionally trying to, you know, 
manipulate my emotions and manipulate me. The demon was telling me. And so I would start to get, you know, uncomfortable. Like, how do I know these things? And one day the demon showed me the demon in one of the people I was around. Said that this demon is lesser than me, though. So I can control this demon. I can take you places. What do you want? You can have it. Do you want, you know, just telling me that I can just start manifesting cars, money, you know, positions, high high positions in places, you know, that otherwise would never be able to get to on my own in that little bit of time. Just if I just submitted or just if I just allowed the demon to stay, if I chose the demon, if I if I accepted being a part of Satan's kingdom. That's what this demon tried to get me to do. I said, no, I don't want any of that. I don't want it. I don't want you. I went in the house. And when I went in the house, all I know is God said to me, don't meditate on that app. I meditated for a week. God said, do not meditate on that app anymore. Do not even pick it up. Delete it. Don't use it anymore. And every single time I went to go pick it up, I would be, it was a battle. Pick it up, meditate. And I will always feel like, okay, maybe I should. There's nothing wrong with it. And then God would always stop me. Don't do it. Don't touch it. And right before I would press the app, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I said, I don't know. I don't have any proof of these things besides all this weird stuff that's been happening lately. Like everything is wanting to go my way all of a sudden. And things are just being handed to me so easily. And that doesn't. It doesn't add up, it doesn't make sense, and it doesn't feel right. But I said, I just want to, I'm just not going to do it because something just doesn't feel right. I know that God is telling me not to pick up this app. I know he is, so I just deleted it, and I told myself I'm not picking it up ever again. The demons are so subtle. They're lying to you in your ear. You don't even know that they're there. You can't even hear the voices. You just think that they're your thoughts. Like nothing is wrong with it. Don't you feel better? Aren't you getting the peace that you asked for? Isn't this what you wanted? And all of it is just temptation. And so all I know is I finally put it down forever and I wasn't picking it back up. After a few days, they just start getting more angry and more pushy and more forceful. Pick it up, meditate, meditate, meditate. And I'm like, no, I will not pick this back up. All I know is by the end of the week, and I believe it was a Wednesday. I was supposed to be meditating every day. By Wednesday, they realized I was serious. Two big buff demons showed up. They showed up to me. It was it was dark all around. They showed up. They had like skin like lava. Skin like lava, the color of lava. A man, a fem a male a male demon and a female demon showed up, super buff, growling, drooling. And just so angry, just like, and all they said to me was, how dare you? How dare you? I want to kill you. They were so angry. And they said, you'll be back. And they sounded so sure. They sounded so sure that I'd be back. They said, you'll be back. And when you do, I'll be waiting for you. When I saw this. I was like, whoa, whoa, 
But I realized that God had just protected me from something that I had no idea I was getting myself into. This is why it's very important to be very careful with anything outside of God. Anything that's not God, you do not need to touch. You need to accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You need to worship God and God only. He does not tell us these things for him. He gets no benefit from these things besides protecting and loving his children. Everything he does is for us. He sits in a throne in heaven with everything. He's so rich. He has everything. He is Alpha and Omega. He is the almighty power. He doesn't need a thing from us. He loves us. Everything that he does is to protect us. And every single time that we deny him or that we pick up anything outside of him and decide to worship anything outside of him, we are putting ourselves in danger. And he wants nothing but to protect us. And it's amazing how they were so sure I'd be back. I was I was just wondering, can they tell the future? How would they know that I'd be back when I'm so sure after especially after I was already sure when I put it down, that's why they even manifested. If they felt that I was gonna pick it up again, they wouldn't have shown up because they wanna they would have wanted to be able to keep disguising themselves and tempting me into, you know, going further into that. So since they knew I was sure and I was listening to God, they showed up. But how could they be so sure that I'd be back? And that's what made me wonder, do demons know the future? Could they possibly know the future? A few years later, I found out there's a prophecy on my life. I found myself fighting demons and fighting my way out of hell. God had given me, you know, God has shown so much mercy and grace on me in my life that he was deciding that he was going to use me as a vessel and he was going to pull me out of the hell that I had built for myself that had dug myself into and looking back you know all the signs were there it was all there you know it was so many different offers being made to me that I didn't understand you know who am I you know I haven't done any work you know I will do the work, but you're insinuating that I wouldn't have to. And I've never trusted that. <laughs> I mean, maybe it has something to do with my upbringing where it feels like nothing comes easy. Nothing is ever that easy. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. But I don't ever want to, you know, settle on that because God makes things too good to be true. When God blesses you, it's too good to be true. But it is true. But you have to be careful because with God, there's always going to be, you know, a transformation in your life. You're going to you're going to be required to transform. You don't get all these different things while staying the same. You have to step up to the plate. You have to do the work. You have to actually become that person. And it's hard. It's hard work. With God, it's always going to be hard work. Now, that being said, you know, I also want to be clear that God is a mysterious God. His ways are mysterious. God works in mysterious ways. So if he so decides to give you something without you ever having to do the work, if he just gives you something because he loves you and he knows what you need and he feels that you need that and he just hands you something without you having to work for it, that is what he decided to do. He is the only just judge and only he knows why he does things. 
but I do know that there there's definitely been you know something that I've I picked up on and I've noticed that with God is re- the work is required with Satan he's handing you things because he's taking so much more from you he gives you whatever it is that you you you're asking for because he knows that you don't know your worth God knows your worth God wants to give you so much more than what you're worth because he loves you so much he loves you so much the bible says that he is generous and abundant he gives generously so i say all this to say that it's a clear difference i've experienced both sides i've experienced you know dealings with satan not unknowingly, ignorantly, you know, indulging in meditation apps and zodiac and horoscopes and, you know, tarot card readings, not knowing, you know, the det- how much detriment, how much, how much more detrimental everything was. I used to have an obsession with the future. I had an obsession with knowing the future. And being able to change the past and these demons they knew that satan studies you he studies you he knows what you want he knows he knows what you are how to tempt you he knows how to tempt you to sin he knows and god god knows your heart he loves you. He knows how to protect you. He knows how to help you. He knows how to give you exactly what you want, except for without the price, the consequences of sin. So I've experienced Satan offering me things and me turning them down. Like it gets to the point where it's like, that's, it's too easy. It sounds so great. And why not? But no. It's just I can't I won't take it. And I know that was not me because I'm not always that, you know, good at discerning things. I'm not always that wise. And when you know there's no there was no reason for you not to have taken this opportunity or walked right into this trap or accepted this because it was too easy or was exactly what you wanted or it required no work. And why not? But you turned it down anyways. Then, you know, that's God. You know, that's God. And I'm dealing with that as I'm dealing with that now. But then one day God told me to ask him for anything. And I didn't I didn't know what to ask for. And so I said, I don't I don't want anything. I don't want anything. God said, ask for peace. So I asked for peace. And the next morning I woke up. I had an immovable peace. How do I know this peace was from and of God? Because it was surrounded by the word of God. Every morning that I would pray and get in his presence, I felt just a wonderful presence come upon me that was enhancing and strengthening and just holding up the peace. And... I didn't have to do anything but just ask. I didn't have to work for it. I didn't deserve it. 
There was no reason for him to just give me this. And I never knew that I needed it. I never knew that I never had it. I never knew that I never knew what peace was. And for God to give me that, that showed me that he knows what we need when we don't know what we need. I thought I was okay. <laughs> like I knew I wasn't okay, but I didn't, I didn't, I thought like I'm so much better off than a lot of people around me. And, you know, I didn't see a lot of the things that was wrong with my life every single day. Even the things I did see that was wrong, you know, I I knew that I, those things were wrong with me. But he had shown me after giving me the that peace, all the things I didn't even consider that was wrong with me, like being ready to fight. Why am I always so ready to, you know, in, indulge in violence? Or, you know, being being upset, being sad, worrying, you know, all these different things. I was fighting for my life daily. Daily, God was fighting for me. And when he gave me peace, it was in my heart. It was deep in my heart that I needed that. But I never knew I needed that. That was never going to be something I could have ever specifically asked for because I had no clue what that would have done for my life and what it was and that I needed it. But God knew. God knew. With Satan, things are artificial. God is the real thing. God is real. He's the truth. Satan is artificial. So when he gives you things, it always feels like, hmm, something is off. Something is off. Something doesn't feel right. Or, you know, maybe sometimes you're just too ignorant to realize it. But it always feels like something is just not right. With God, when he gives you things, there's no doubt about it. No question. No confusion. This is right. This is this is where I need to be. This is a hundred percent what I needed. This is this is a hundred percent right, good, truth. Cause God is a hundred percent good and truth and right. There's no bad found in him. When he gives you things, there's no doubt about what he gives you. So I'm realizing that you know, I'm just so, I'm so blessed, obviously. I've realized this, but I'm still realizing it. I'm so blessed. I'm extremely blessed to have a God in heaven that's that knows everything, that sees everything, that sees the bigger picture, that is protecting me and watching over me, and is capable of protecting and watching over each and every single last person, last thing in this world, because this is his world. He is in control. He is in control. And some people doubt that. There are people who even believe that, you know, God isn't in control or that Satan has more power than I don't know if they believe he has more power than God, but because I know that even they know no one has more power than God. But, you know, they believe that Satan is more powerful than he is. And the sad part about that is that, you know, they won't find out the truth until it's too late, until they're in hell and they can't take these things back. And. You know, hopefully not, though, because, you know, I found out before then. Good thing we serve a gracious and a merciful God, because 
you are not responsible for what you did not know. You were ignorant. You didn't know. But once you know, you cannot turn back. You cannot go back. Because your life is in danger. It was in danger before. But now that you know it was in danger, now there's no protection for you. There's no, there's no, and I don't want to ever say it's no protection for you because there are people who turn back and they're saved again and they turn back and they're saved again. And that's just how merciful and gracious our God is. But you don't ever take advantage of that because you don't know when will be, when, when will be your last second? What will be your last day? What will be your last breath? And when you constantly believe, oh, I'll be okay, I'll be saved, or I'll have this, I'll have that, God will make sure I'm good. And you're taking advantage of his love and his kindness and his grace and his mercy. You may not have, uh, you know, you may not have a second to take that back. You may not have another day to take that back. You You just don't know. You have to be careful, you know. The Bible says, turn to God now because you don't know. You don't know what will happen. Don't put it off. Don't keep waiting. Don't say, I have time. I know there's people. And honestly, this is honestly even like, you know, it's kind of like part of society to believe like, oh, I'll just mess up and do everything wrong now while I'm young. When I get older, I'll have learned from my mistakes because with age comes wisdom. And then by then I'll get right and I'll do whatever I need to do and I'll get right with God. And, you know, then I'll go to heaven. You know, when once I'm once I'm old and gray and I die and I go to heaven. No, <laughs> see, tomorrow is not promised. You can say I have all the time in the world to make mistakes right now because I'm young and you don't live to see yourself old. Now you're in hell for the rest of eternity. You have to take these things into account now. And I know I'm not perfect. I still make mistakes. You know, I'm so wrong on so many different levels. And I'm working on these things. But one thing I realized is that God called me now. He's showing me who he is now, not later. So if he's showing me now, that means it needs to be done now. I can't say, you know, God's showing me now. But when I get 80, that's when I'll actually start listening. People really believe like right before, you know, my last breath or right before it's too late is when I repent and turn to God and then I'll go to heaven and I'll do whatever I want to do all the way up until then. It should be okay as long as I know that God is the one that's going to save me. I just, you know, wait until then. You will be so blessed to get that opportunity. I don't want to take away from anybody's beliefs and what you believe will happen or or what God is capable of because there's no limitations to God and you don't know who, what God will do. I can't say that, you know, those people are going to hell because I don't know what God would decide to do. I don't know if God would decide to say, you know, I'm going to save my child anyways. I love my child. I don't want my child to go to hell, you know, and he, he shows enough mercy on you that he allows you into heaven. You know, and I don't I'm not jealous of those people. You know, I don't want it to make want to make it about this. But, you know, the Bible says store your treasures up in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and thieves cannot come in and take. So that means that when you are spending your whole life thinking you have so much time to just do whatever you want to do. And at the end of your life is when you'll turn your life to God. Where are you storing your treasures? 
right here on earth where they're being stolen, destroyed, and left behind. The whole time that you are working towards God and you're fighting for him and you're choosing him, imagine how much treasures you're storing up in heaven for to get there when you get for you when you get there. So let's say God does show mercy on you and allows you into heaven because after you repented at the end of your life and you accept him at the end of your life. When you get to heaven, you'll have nothing. You have you'll have heaven. No one has nothing in heaven, but you'll see people who have mansions, who have so much riches. They have so much money. They have so much everything in heaven because they've been dedicating their entire lives to God. And heaven is where you spend eternity if you're blessed enough to get there, if you're blessed enough to even enter there. So you spend eternity seeing the short amount of time, 80 years 80 to 120 years that you could have spent building up the treasures that you see other people will be enjoying for the rest of eternity. And you don't have that. You don't have that because you said, oh, no, I'm just going to enjoy my time here and do what I want to do. And when I'm older, that's when I'll turn my life to God. And you have almost nothing compared to them. I've seen it. God has shown me heaven and He's shown me that if I'm able to accomplish what it is that he has ordained for my life, if I'm able to, excuse me, hold steadfast and endure to the end, the mansion that I will receive, the mansion that I've earned thus far, the riches that I have thus far, he's shown me these things. If I was to turn away from God, I'd be forfeiting all of that. What makes you think that Satan cares for you like God does? What makes you think that Satan doesn't know that this is what he is getting you to forfeit? So, with that being said, Satan is going to always attack you for the rest of your life and try and get you to turn away from God. Try and get you to believe that anything you can have here is greater or better than what you'll have there. And the fact of the matter is, you know, if you choose to believe that, then that's on you. But just know that Satan Satan comes to do nothing but steal, kill, and destroy. So he's always taking way more than he ever gives, if he gives you anything. And God is, I feel that God is, is telling me, don't be so sure that these people, these individuals who are attacking you, who are, you know, against you, who are working for Satan right now, who are, you know, who is, you know, dedicated to destroying your faith and your position in my kingdom. Don't be so sure that they won't be there when you get there. Don't allow that to encourage you. Don't say, well, I'm going to heaven and you're going to hell for what you're doing because you don't know. And the Bible says to tell anyone they're going to hell is to be in danger of it. You don't know where they'll end up. You don't know where they'll go. You don't know what they'll end up doing. You don't know if God will save them. You don't know if God will penetrate their heart because God can penetrate any heart. You don't know if God will turn them around. You don't know if they'll find him. No, excuse me. He'll find them. So don't be so sure. And the Bible also says do not even 
Rejoice at anyone's shortcomings or wrongdoing. Don't be jealous of the wicked and what they get away with. None of these things are going to help you in your fight. You have to learn how to be a real Christian. You have to be, you have to first of all feel bad for them. Feel bad for anybody who does not have God, who does not know him. Learn to pray for them and not against them. Because we're all God's children. So all of these, you know, no matter how much they hurt you, pray for your enemies. But God taught me that, you know, years ago. Pray for your enemies. Every every little bit of hurt or pain that they've caused you, let it go. Forgive to be forgiven. If you do not forgive them for what they've done, he won't forgive you. So, I cannot say that it's easy. <laughs> Honestly, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, especially when you are suffering, especially when you are, you know, having to endure so much suffering at the hands of others. It is very difficult. Like, I am dealing with, you know, different satanic agents, minions, principalities and powers of darkness that are trying to see to it that I never I never accomplish what it is God has set out set out for me accomplish in my life you know that are dedicated to seeing me suffer every day every second of the day no matter what that spread lies on me that is trying to destroy and sabotage my life so that I never have a chance at anything their weapons, they're always forming weapons against me, but they never prosper. And I have to learn how to be grateful. Grateful that God has chosen me, saw that I was fit, saw that I was, you know, he saw me as fit enough for this battle. He felt that he placed enough inside of me that I can overcome this. He believes in me that much. I have to be grateful that there's a God in heaven that believes in me, even when everybody else around me doesn't. And there's so many different people who really, like I've heard people say, you know, over my dead body, will she ever be happy? Over my dead body, will she ever succeed in life? Over my dead body, will I ever let her have anything? She thinks she's about to go off and be happy in her life? Over my dead body. And I have a God in heaven that is protecting me, that is showing me, that is revealing these things to me and keeping me from these things happening to me in my life. I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed because every day that they laugh at me, every day that they mock me and they mock my faith in God, they say, God is not helping you. God is not keeping you from me. I even heard someone say a few days ago. Not even God can keep you, keep me from you. Excuse me, keep you from me. Not even God can save you from me. And I heard someone say, don't say that. You sound so foolish. Just don't say that. And it's sad, you know, because it's actually funny. 
it's not funny, but it's actually funny because you see how God is showing his power. He tells you it's all in the Bible. People say stuff like this. People will do things like this. People will have this much dedication and confidence in your demise, and he will be bringing you out of it the entire time. It's funny. It's amazing, and it's beautiful because it's like you hear somebody talking like this, and you say, could that really be? Are you serious? Like, you really like you really that's you really feel that way for real this gotta be a joke or a game or a movie like you have to be just kidding and they are so serious and you realize that that's god not no one but god can show his power in that way no one but god can show you that this is how people feel about you this is what they are intending to do and this is what i'm bringing you out of this is what i am keeping you from this is what i am delivering you from and not just you. I'm going to use your testimony, your life, your story, your destiny, your destiny. I'm going to use you as a vessel to bring so many more people out. To motivate and to deliver so many more of my children. I'm using you as a vessel. And I'm blessed. I'm extremely blessed to be, you know, chosen. I'm extremely blessed to be a chosen vessel, no matter what I have to face or go through. Now, I didn't get to what I feel like the ultimate goal is. So God has shown me as a leader of nation, of this nation, of our nation, a leader of nations. We are the holy people. He showed me awake. What I used to see. The veil removed from my mind and my heart. Knowing exactly who he is and who we are. And he showed me as a leader. And I was so awake. You know. Aware. And I looked totally different. We looked totally different. Everybody who stood behind me, we all were wonderful because of God. God had made us, we were so powerful. We were so powerful. We were healed. We were complete. Something I've never been here on this earth since the day I was born. And to me... That is a prophecy of generational curses being broken off of my family and my bloodline through me. Generational wealth being created through me by God. And that's the ultimate goal here. To keep me from getting to that point. If they could ultimately get me to turn back and go back to how I was before where I thought smoking weed every day was cool. Wearing hair weave and showing my legs and my cleavage and my body with tight form-fitting clothes and all of this stuff. Out hanging out with guys, allowing them to lust after me and lusting after people and just living a sinful life that was by no means reflective of, you know, a represent a representative of the God, the, excuse me. A representative of God's kingdom. 
then obviously that's the goal. That's what they want. I'm not letting that happen. I'm not letting that happen. Because Like I said, it would be a tragedy if Satan was even able to drag me down. But imagine all of the people that he would have affected or he would have kept from being affected with by God's journey through me and in me just by taking me down. A lot of times we need to realize that as Christians... When you take responsibility for your brothers and your sisters. When Satan takes you down, he takes down all of the people, everybody that you are supposed to affect in your lifetime. That could range anywhere from hundreds to thousands to millions. I can't imagine allowing that to happen. But it's okay because I serve a almighty God. I serve an almighty God who never fails. And he has told me that this is going to happen. And one thing that I've also noticed right next to wondering if these demons can tell the future is that they know that when God says something, it's going to happen. If God says it's going to be true, it's going to be true. They're not here for no reason. They're not watching you, sabotaging everything that you do and doing everything in their power to keep you from God and keep you from his mission here on earth because they don't believe what he said. They don't believe what he's saying is going to come to pass, going to come to pass. They know that. They believe that because it's true. God is the truth. So there's there should be no reason that, you know, I should ever doubt it. There should be no reason I should ever doubt it. The Bible says even the demons tremble. Even the demons even the demons tremble at the name of God. So how much more is required of you? How much more is required of you as a believer to not just know who he is and know that he's telling the truth and know that he's capable of the things he's capable of, but to be righteous and to be obedient and to be holy. We have responsibility. So that's what's on my heart today. I just, a lot of days I'm really just trying to, I'm just trying to get up myself. I'm just trying to feel empowered enough to get myself up and to do something for myself even. But every single day I cannot neglect or, you know, be inconsiderate of the fact that there's so many other people who are going to be affected through my journey as well. Have been affected through my journey. But it's not my, it's not me, it's not I. It's God. It's not about me. So, that's the ultimate goal here. The ultimate goal is to never forget that fact. It's not about me anymore. It's My life is not my own. This is God's life. 
This is his body. This is his journey. This is his destiny. This is his plan, his will. This is God's everything. I don't have control over this. I don't want control over this. I don't every time I'm given opportunity or I'm even enticed or tempted to taking control of this. I am just praying in my heart, begging and just working so hard, focusing my doing my best, everything in my power to let God know I want him to have the power. I want him to have the glory. I want him to have the honor. I want him to have the control. I want him to have the final say. I want him to choose. I want him to do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't I can't do this without him. Without him I'm blind. Without him I am you know I am wrong. He's right. Without him, I'm deaf. He can hear for me. Without him, I can't see. He can see for me. Without him, I can't feel. He can feel for me. He knows when I don't. I need God to do this. And I shouldn't even have to say that because he is doing this for me. I am not this anything. I'm not this intelligent. I'm not this discerning. I'm not this wise. I'm not this, you know, good I am not this knowing. I I can't see this much. I can't hear this much. I don't even, you know, I don't think like this. This is not me. This is all God. And I love what he's turning me into. I love how he's transforming me each and every single day. And if you will hear how, the, how I will talk before, things I would say, the things I would do, what was in my heart before you would know I'm I'm being transformed I'm being transformed and each and every single day I want to submit to that each and every single day I want to submit to that fact I want to submit to that future I want to submit to his plan his will I'm submitting to that I'm submitting to him I don't want to keep anything that he doesn't want to stay. And I pray. No, I know because God has shown me and he has told me that others will be helped. Others will be guided through me. Through me because of him. So all glory and honor and praise to God in heaven. And I pray, I really pray that this reaches the right ears and that somebody's heart is able to be touched but it doesn't matter because it does matter but I'm not going to give up I'm not giving up on God he's not giving up on me you know I wouldn't even be here today if it weren't for him and if it were ever by my power alone I would have been giving up this is a very tough battle I would never have seen myself in. I could have never accomplished on my own. This is all by God's power alone. And he is amazing. He is amazing when he shows his power. He is amazing. And I thought I was right for so long. And now I look around at, me, at people and I see how they look at me now and how I'm being transformed. And they say, I believe there's a God in heaven because look at you. And I knew it. 
But I couldn't believe how much, how even others can see that so much. And it's amazing how God can show his power just by transforming you. People see you and they say, yeah, God is real. 